Hello and welcome to Indie Book Talk. Today we're talking about how authors can take care of themselves and how their friends and family can help. We hope you'll share this podcast with the people you love so that they can best support you on your journey as an author. I'm Emma G. Rose, author of Contemporary Fantasy and Mythological Weirdness. Hi, I'm Shell Shearer, author of Urban Fantasy and Cozy Mysteries. Welcome to Indie Book Talk. Join us as we explore the expanding universe of indie books. Shelley, I want to start this conversation by asking, what is the thing that you absolutely need in order to write? I'm not talking about like your computer or, you know, paper and a pen, but like, you know, the luxury items that you need in order to feel like you can sit down and write something. Ooh, lots of quiet time, I guess, because it takes me a little bit to get into my own head. Like if I just like if I have quiet time and I'm I finally step out of the internet wormhole and I turn off the television, I can't just immediately jump in. I've got to I need about fifteen twenty minutes before I can even start writing. And then if someone but like bothers me while I'm writing, it like throws me off entirely. I heard in there though that like it's not just quiet time from you know people talking. It's quiet time from the internet. Quiet time from the social media. Like full sort of push it all away so you can hear yourself think. Oh, yeah. I need yeah. to be like in a little sensory deprivation tank. <laughs> so you're not one of those, I listen to music while I write people? No, it actually distracts me. Um, if I'm actually like in my own head with the characters, um, any kind of outside influence just um, messes with what I'm trying to do. That makes a lot of sense. I guess for me, I write everywhere, but I'm... I'm at my most comfortable writing, and this is really weird. I'm at my most comfortable writing when I'm like with my laptop alone in the dark. Mm. So I have a tendency um, in in Maine, in my house in Maine, I have like this giant beanbag chair thing in my little marketing room, I call it, but it's <laughs> where I have all my books and stuff that I, I work on. And uh, I, I sit in the corner on that in the dark and write. <laughs> Like, I fully realized that if somebody walked in on this, they'd be like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and you're like, nothing. Nothing's wrong. <laughs> nothing. Everything's great. Leave me alone. I'm fine. Now, I mean, that being said, I can write in a variety. I'm a mom. So I can tune things out like crazy if I have to. If I have a deadline and I have to get something written, um, I can do it. But to enjoy it and really like you know, knock out some words, the quiet is the best for me. That makes a lot of sense. I think a lot of people, um, that's true, but they don't even realize it because they never get that opportunity to actually have the quiet. Yeah, it's hard in a regular family. I mean, between kids and pets. I mean, my dogs are, they cannot stand the laptop being open. My dog will actually use his paw and close my laptop. When it is time for dog time. (laughs) (laughs) My dog has a tendency to just as I feel like I'm getting comfortable and like in the zone, he decides he needs to go. And so he will start to whine at me. And the problem is you can't ignore that whine because it's like it it like burrows into your brain and just rattles everything. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, okay, okay. Okay, and then, going. as long as you're up, you might as well wash the dishes and fold the laundry rather than get back to writing. You know? Right, right. <laughs> For me, a lot of it is anything that pushes me back into that procrastination mode and gives me an excuse to stop. 
because while I like to write and I, I enjoy the whole process, I will literally try and do anything else first sometimes because it's hard. Yes. I see it a lot like like working out. I really like to work out. I like my workout time. I like the way it makes me feel. But like there's something about getting myself to start. Mm-hmm. Right? It's the it's the inertia of okay, you have to actually do the thing now. I'm always happy when I'm doing it and I'm always yes. happy after I did it, but it's that push to like get yourself to do it. Yeah, it's like you got to open it and start. <laughs> yes. Which is kind of like the, the NaNoWriMo, the write a novel in a month, because you have that deadline. And then I'm like, okay, I have a reason that I've got to sit down and do the thing. Yes. What could your friends and family do to be helpful to you in this process? Oh, buy me a massage, send me chocolates, <laughs> <laughs> door dash me some Starbucks. <laughs> No, I mean, um, my friends and family are great. My my family is very supportive. If I tell them I'm going to write, um, they give me as much quiet as they can in the havoc that is a home. Um, <laughs> you know, because inevitably the dogs will start barking or something will happen or I'll need to run to the store. But yeah, they do the best they can. And my friends, I'm always bugging them like, you know, I need a town name that sounds small, but might be eccentric or, you know. <laughs> If I murder someone here, what would you think would happen? You know, those kind of things you ask normally of all your friends. Right. Yeah, completely normal. I do have a tendency to call my friends who are are like, you know, specialists in different things and be like, okay, friend who's studying, you know, weather and and climate, explain to me the weather patterns (laughs) (laughs) in in Utah in 1973. They're like, okay. Yeah, because writers, we are a font of trivial, strange knowledge because we ask all the weird questions. Yes. I do often have just weird things that I know that there's zero reason I should know except for that one of my characters, for some reason, knows that thing and therefore I have to know it. So what would you want your family and friends to do for you? I think the biggest thing is the, the, the... not bothering you. That's, that's a big thing. You know, I I think that it's sometimes hard to tell if I don't announce, like I'm going to go write. (laughs) It's hard to tell that that's what I'm doing, right? I'm at my computer, but I could be on Facebook. I could be, you know, doing all kinds of things. So like for them to just sort of be respectful of whatever I'm doing when I'm, you know, sitting in the dark in the corner. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Just, just let her do that. Just do it. And I think like the better someone knows you, the more, the more they become comfortable with that. You know, even my friends who don't live with me, but, you know, I've talked before about when I did my page a day and they kind of got into this habit of like kicking me out of their house. (laughs) Like, go, okay, it's time to write, go away now. And they did that with love. And they did that because they knew I was working on something that I wanted to finish, you know? Um, so I think there's just like that, that, that loving support of whatever goal you're working on. And I think that's true with any friendship, but it's particularly, you know, for writers, it's like, if you know, I have a project in progress, don't help me procrastinate because I don't need help. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, I can find obscure things to take up my time all on my own. Yeah. I mean, I, I will clean the whole house, which, you know, sometimes is, is nice, but 
Not at the expense of the words. Yeah, you don't really need to clean behind your refrigerator that often. <laughs> right. If you're doing it twice in one week, you've probably hit true <laughs> procrastination. Just face the block in your novel and get past it. It's okay. Yes. So, I mean, I guess on top of that, I mean, everyone wants, you know, your friends to support you and maybe even just, you know, anyone you know, maybe don't ask questions like, you know, oh, have you written anything I might know or have you been published? Because not everyone writes to be published, I guess. Yes. Um, and maybe they're struggling to be published and they're just trying to do that first part. There's that intro part to being a, an author. And that can be a little off-putting to some people, I think. Because um, you have to then say like, well, no, I haven't published yet. And it doesn't mean you're not a writer. You just, you haven't published yet. Right. I think it's, it is hard when you're still insecure in, in what you're doing. You know, you're like, oh, you know, is this the right thing? Am I good enough? Is this book good enough? And then to have somebody be like, so what have you published? That does, it feels immediately accusatory. Like, right. And it's not meant that way. I, I completely no. get that. But just trying to show people from the other side, it it feels very much like, I, I don't have this entire book portfolio to present to you. I'm a failure. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like if you ran, if you were a runner, Right. And the first thing someone said to you was, well, which marathons have you run? Right. And you're like, um, I, I, I wheeze after two miles. So none. <laughs> I'm getting better. Fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that's, that's true. That's a, that's a good point. The other thing for me, you know, in terms of the, of the support is I still want people to be interested though. Yeah. You know, and I think that People know what to do when you say, I'm getting married, I'm graduating, I have a new job, I'm having a kid, right? They know what to do in those scenarios. But when you say, I'm publishing a book, they're like, yay? <laughs> like, how excited should I be? And the answer, those of you listening, authors, you can send this to the people in your life. The answer is as excited as you would be if they were having a child, because to them, it's about the same level of amazing. Right? And they, they're very self-conscious about it. Yes. So they need those extra hoorays. Yes. They they need that love. And bonus points if you actually read whatever it is that they've written. Yeah. So also that, I mean, support your local indie authors. I mean, buy it. Buy it for a family member. Um, read it. You know, support them that way. Yeah. It's huge. And, you know, if you don't it doesn't have to be about the money. You know, I know for some people, like if you don't have a huge budget, so you can't buy a copy for everyone, you know, that's okay. But like, get excited on social media, talk mm -hmm. to people about it, you know, go to your local library and ask them for a copy. And if they don't have one, be like, well, could you get one? Because that's a great way to make sure that their book gets into your local library if enough people ask, right? Yeah, that's awesome. So those sorts of things that are like supportive without necessarily even having to spend money. Um, but really shows that you that you care about what they're doing and you're excited about what they're doing. And if you occasionally throw them chocolate, that's awesome too. Yes, yes. I've never met an author who didn't run on caffeine and chocolate. Yeah, because it never fails. That that yeah. perfect plot idea hits you at like one o'clock in the morning. You're like, I can sleep or I can write. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and you have to be understanding of our of our weirdness. So like if I get up at two o'clock in the morning, you know, if, if you get up to get a glass of water and I'm up at two o'clock in the morning writing, like, don't talk to me. 
don't be like, oh, are you okay? And like, just leave me alone. <laughs> I probably had an amazing idea and I'm afraid it's going to disappear before morning. <laughs> yeah. Just walk past me. I'm in my comfy chair. Go. <laughs> Go. I, I see you. I'm just going to keep working. I hope that people um, will share this with the non-writers in their life so that those people know the things that they can do to support you because you deserve support as, as an author. And this is, this can be a hard path. You know, it's not easy to, to put all your life on the page and feel secure doing that. So if you have a couple of people in your corner who are really supportive, that can make all the difference. And if you don't have that person, come hang out with us. We will be that person for you. Yeah. We, we'll cheer. tell us on social media what you're working on. Tell us, you know, where you are, what you're struggling with. We're, we're here to help. We're excited, always excited to have other authors share their great news. And even if that great news is, I wrote three words today. Good for you. We're yeah. excited for you. Well, I think that's the other good reason to join writers groups because, you know, they are. They're very supportive. We, we all want to see each other succeed. Yeah, there's no competition here. This is all, we can all succeed. Someone someone getting a book deal or getting published doesn't take away from you doing your thing because turns out most people read more than one book in their life. So <laughs> thank heavens. I, yeah, I really hope that's true. Like I, I didn't look up the numbers, but I'm pretty sure that's true. <laughs> so yeah, be supportive of each other. Ask for support when you need it. It's really okay to ask for help. And we are here to help if you need us. Exactly. Thank you for coming to our indie book talk. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs>